Welcome, everybody, and thanks for joining us on episode 39 of Health Talk with Dr. Kell. I'm Nikki Sterner. Last week, in episode 38, we began a What Is series with What Is Chiropractic? We talked about what types of injuries chiropractors see most often and the various treatments that they perform. This week, our topic is What Is Acupuncture? Acupuncture is a traditional Chinese method used to relieve pain and other health conditions by inserting very thin needles into the patient's skin at multiple points. The needles rebalance the body's energy flow throughout meridians in the body. It's nice to know that you have options when it comes to pain relief. Hi, Dr. Kell. Hi, Nikki. Welcome. And before we get started learning about acupuncture, which I'm super excited about, I wanted to do the quote of the day. Be inspired and inspiring by Anonymous. And I feel like so many of us can be inspired by watching, you know, famous people, celebrity speakers, inspirational speakers. But how do you take that within and use it in your everyday life to inspire those around you, right? Yes. It's very interesting. Uh, you're exactly right. And, and the other thing I think about is how you inspire others is when you use it, if you apply the information you learn and you actually see a benefit to it, then you get excited and you want to share it, right? The other side of that coin, too, that I made me think about is if you surround yourself with inspiring people or positive people and uh, or successful people, and that will rub off on you, too. But I think also uh, you have to kind of be that way yourself or at least learn to be that way. Uh, otherwise, those inspiring people or the successful people don't want to be around you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was talking about this to my um, kids the other day because I took them to an orthodontic appointment for the first time ever. And we were just blown away by the whole personality and positivity and energy of the person who was basically the owner of the office. Um, she's like known as the smile queen. And she was just so like compassionate yet almost like a celebrity walking in the door. Like she was just, just blew you away. And I was like, it's no wonder she has so many glowing reviews. She really makes you feel good when you're here, makes you want to come back. And I think so many people that are successful have that. They just have that something that inspires people and people like. Yes. And it's not always easy, is it? To always be up and happy and, and wonderful. And overall, if you can keep that positive attitude, that smile, that happy atmosphere, people will want to be around you more, right? Yeah. It was inspiring, for oh, sure. Very well. So you were you happy and smiling more the rest of that day? Yeah. Yeah. Very I good. was. I wanted to be around that person more. It's funny. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Do you have an article of the day, Dr. Kell? We do. This one's on magnesium. Okay. Magnesium threonate. T-H-R-E-O-N-A-T-E. This is in the news, uh, medical news today. Give some credit to the medical community. They're becoming more and more uh, uh, into nutrition, which we like to see. Yeah. The one ironic or kind of funny thing, though, that I saw and you see more and more is uh, chiropractors and, and uh, natural health care professionals like acupuncturists or doctors of acupuncture as well have been saying for years that uh, prevention is more important than cure. And so you're hearing that more in the medical community. And, and I, I had to laugh because recently I saw a commercial talking about preventative health through medicine. 
And then when I got into detail about what that preventative health was, it was taking drugs <laughs> to, yeah. to keep you from getting sick. Such, a, such as, yeah, like uh, blood pressure medications and cholesterol medications. Oh, so take God. these things ahead of having a problem so you won't develop a problem. I, I just had to laugh. Ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, the drug companies are going to try to think of a way, any way they can to get you to, to spend yeah. your money with them. So they will. There they are. Another one. They, yep. Anyway, magnesium trionate is in the news because it uh, is another form of magnesium. They're claiming through some studies that it is better uh, assimilated into the body than just regular magnesium. And what they've done is, again, a company or group out there. I'm, I'm not so sure that I endorse this specifically, though it is from natural sources. They've combined uh, the byproducts of the metabolic breakdown of vitamin C. Uh, that process uh, creates threonic acid and they combine that with the magnesium and uh, say that it's more easily assimilated and there's been some studies that uh, in animals where it said that the uptake of the magnesium ions into the brain showed improved cognitive function over using magnesium sulfate. Hmm. Not quite sure, doesn't give specifics of the study or how they decided that the animal was had a higher cognitive function after taking the one over the other. But anyway, I, I'm always back to, you know what, get your sources naturally. Don't get a, something made in a lab. Don't take the uh, stuff made in the lab. It, it, uh, get it combined from Whole Foods. It's got all the things from it, you know, all the ingredients. Uh, we all know that vitamin A comes from a carrot, uh, but a carrot holds lots of other nutrients in it. And combined with the natural vitamin A in the carrot, when you eat it, your body assimilates it and benefits from it far more than just taking a pill that says vitamin A on. But let's talk a little bit more about magnesium and its benefits, and etc. What uh, side effects you can have, what benefits you can have from taking magnesium. One of the signs of uh, taking too much magnesium, you can have diarrhea, nausea, and abdominal cramps. So that's a sign, and there's another reason why I say don't take the synthetic stuff or the synthesized stuff in a lab, because if you take it naturally from whole foods, you're not going to get the diarrhea, the nausea, or the abdominal cramping. More side effects. It can cause low blood pressure, urine retention in the muscles, nausea, vomiting, difficulty breathing, and, and even heart problems. So it's very important to take the proper dosage if you're taking it as a synthetic supplement that you probably got from the local drugstore. So look for those things, and then uh, if you have any, definitely switch to a whole food source like standard process. Daily intake, uh, 300 to 400 milligrams is considered a, a good uh, level. Magnesium can help with protein synthesis, brain function, muscle and nerve function, blood sugar control, blood pressure regulation, energy production, glycolysis, which is the breakdown of glucose to produce energy, DNA synthesis, uh, so it's all also functional at the DNA level, uh, bone development, and also helps with the transport of calcium and potassium, hence why it's, again, important to have a whole food supplement, which typically will contain the magnesium, potassium, the calcium, and other minerals, along with nutrients, at the same time, so they all work together for your benefit. Let me mention, too, um, also signs of deficiency. Loss of appetite, nausea, vomiting, tiredness, weakness, so toxicity levels or taking too much can cause some similar symptoms to not having enough. Other things could be numbness, tingling sensations, muscle cramps, seizure, abnormal heart rhythm. 
Any questions about that, Nikki? No, I, I actually take magnesium every day um, at night and in the morning. Magnesium is also found. Uh, it's one of the uh, ingredients in our all-natural and organic deodorant. Magnesium is found oh. to uh, kill bacteria on the surface of the skin. So we use a type of magnesium in the deodorant as well to help its benefit. And, mm. it's, and it's good for you. So when the body eventually absorbs it, it's, it's beneficial. All right. Uh, any other questions about magnesium? Nope. So I today, what are we talking about? Acupuncture. Acupuncture. Needles. Yeah. Not everyone knows that uh, when I was in Colorado, I uh, went through a uh, oh, it was well over 500-hour course program in learning acupuncture, uh, which gave me a license in Colorado as well as several other states to insert needles into people. A lot of people don't understand what acupuncture is or what it can do. More and more people are going to acupuncturists. Uh, I think the main thing that people see acupuncturists for, which also tend to tie back to chiropractic as well, is, is for pain. When I moved to California, the license did not transfer. So though I can, and I'm going to explain more about what acupuncture is in a moment, but I can't use the needles in the state of California, but don't necessarily really need them. You can treat the acupuncture points throughout the body without needles. You can use laser. You can use tools that uh, we use to activate the acupuncture points on the body to get very similar benefit. Uh, let's talk a little bit about acupuncture, what it is thousands of years ago in China and throughout Asia acupuncture developed and the you know the original needles are made of wood and the bone interestingly enough when you look at an acupuncture needle as opposed to a regular hypodermic the needle itself has a solid tip and when it's placed into the skin it separates the skin and typically does not hurt unless it it's uh, stuck straight into a nerve. A hypodermic needle, if you look at it, uh, you can see it's serrated or it's not a nice round point like an acupuncture needle is. And so it tears the skin going in and that's why it hurts when they stick it in you. And it Ooh. tears and takes tissue with it. An acupuncture needle just separates the skin and, and so it typically doesn't hurt. Acupuncture in and of itself, there are several meridians in the body that uh, you know the different ways to perform acupuncture as far as the way you stimulate the the acupuncture points there's over 350 points on the body philosophies of acupuncture throughout asia generally they're similar in that the energy flows to the body in given directions and there's the heart meridian and the lung meridian and the etc cetera, etc cetera. And, and each meridian tends to be named some of some they're not named after organs uh, but uh, they tend to pass through a given organ, so they, they've named them after the organs. Through evaluation, and in China and Asia and other places, uh, you're taught how to evaluate the pulse. So go over to Asia to find people that will evaluate your pulse, whether it's weak or strong or slow, etc., etc., etc. There's actually several different ways to diagnose your pulse. And through that diagnosis, they, they tend to be able to then pass on and diagnose what meridians are affected. Uh, in Colorado, I used a, a device that you would actually put on your hands and it would send an electrical current through your body. And given different meridians uh, would tell us if the energy flow uh, was normal through those meridians. And then we would apply acupuncture needles to those meridians and you could actually see a before and after on the dial 
that would tell you the meridian flow was actually normalized after acupuncture. It was very interesting. I don't really use that anymore. Uh, I used it a lot more as well. I would, I would use it for that, specifically for meridians, but I mainly used acupuncture and the needles for pain. So I would often do a treatment where I'd give them an acupuncture treatment and an adjustment. Here in uh, California, I tend to do a lot more of the soft tissue therapies. Uh, its benefits um, been discussed for years, but used to be used or has been used in dental. Can't uh, deal with the anesthesias. Uh, I found by using needles, uh, they can uh, inhibit the pain and they can help with headaches, joint pain, back neck pain. For instance, one another reason why my license didn't transfer to California, most colleges today, when they, especially in the United States, when they teach you acupuncture, they teach you Chinese medicine. So they teach you how to use the Chinese herbs as well. In certain states, uh, you have to have that uh, Chinese medicine training along with it. And the schooling is very similar to chiropractic. And they, today, they have to go through all those basic science courses, everything from anatomy, physiology, biochemistry, all that stuff. And then they learn you know, how to use the needles, and then they learn about the Chinese herbs and how they work. So I, I never really spent any time, though I've done a lot of reading about Chinese herbs and didn't get the, that education in, in, in as much detail on the application of the herbs. But it falls in line right along with uh, the nutrition that we use. And so it all comes down to benefit. I, I tell you, you know, go where you find the help. It doesn't matter who. Just uh, go, go and do what works for you. So, Dr. Kel, speaking of the benefits, so if I come to you and I have shoulder pain, would that be something that someone would come to see an acupuncturist for, or like gut pain, or? Again, it depends. There are people who, acupuncturists here in the state of California, who would say, yes, come see me, I can help you with those problems. Uh, so you have a wide variety, right? Uh, there's a lot of overlap in, in treatment from different uh, types of uh, healthcare professionals. Uh, you could go to an acupuncturist for those kinds of problems. And it's again in acupuncture, there's many ways to use the needles. Some acupuncturists, theories behind it, you stick the needle into a point, you wiggle it around and pull it out. Or others, they put it in and, you know, the needle can go in depending on the tissue depth. Um, we had three inch needles for the gluteal region. And yeah. if you're sticking it in the face or the ears or or uh, other areas, you add one inch needles, but you'd only stick it in maybe a quarter of an inch. Some just break the skin, uh, others you know, leave them in for an hour, or others leave them in for 10 minutes. You'll find different acupuncturists do things differently, just like you'll find chiropractic doctors from one to another doing things differently. The attempt is all to improve your health. Okay, you so, so when you put a needle in, what exactly is it tapping into your tissues? When I used acupuncture in Colorado, sometimes I would stimulate the acupuncture points specifically. Like I said, there's over 350 points on the body, and each one is, is interconnected with a different meridian and different energy flow. So if you're putting in a needle to affect energy flow, that's one purpose. You're trying to normalize the flow. By normalizing the flow, you normalize body function. Those are the theories behind the acupuncture. And by normalizing that energy flow, you get healing of organs so when and you say tissues. But energy uh, flow... Is that like blood flow? Well, no, if you that? look, the, the other thing we haven't ever talked about before is that your body produces a current. And you've heard of energy healers. Those people, like in acupuncture, it's about balancing the energy flow. Yes, they're all connected back to the energy flow of the body. Uh, so we kind of have two different uses. 
specific, at least the way I've used acupuncture in the past, for balancing energy flow and also specifically for pain. For instance, I can stick a needle into an area of hard muscle tissue and wiggle around or put a few needles into there and find that can help break up the adhesions. Uh, But I can also break up those adhesions with uh, deep tissue work uh, with the the mechanical instruments I use that basically uh, pound the tissue and and, uh, you can also use, uh, oh, there's several different devices out there used for breaking up muscle adhesions. The needles can also have that effect. And so I used that a fair amount in Colorado before I started using the myofascial uh, techniques that I use today. And I did find it very beneficial in reducing people's pain. The main reason most people feel pain is because the nerve fibers that exist all over your body, they're activated by pressure. You know, I can basically take my finger and push anywhere in my body. If I push firmly enough, I'll feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And and depending on the area, some areas I'll immediately feel a little pain. Other areas, it just feels like a lot of pressure. If you feel immediate pain when you push, there's likely some inflammation in that region. By doing the soft tissue therapies and the stretching type of therapies, you can restore flow, reduce the inflammation. Pain will be reduced or disappear. So acupuncture can have those similar type functions by just using the needles in those regions, not specific to acupuncture points, needles, inserting them into those uh, areas where you have myofascial adhesions. Okay, so that makes sense. Pain relief is a um, one of the main benefits. Yeah, but they, 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 in, in acupuncture, like I talked about with the dental work or with surgeries where they used acupuncture, they, they stick a needle right into that nerve so it inhibits transmission of the nerve fiber so that it, the signal doesn't make it to the brain. So that that's another type of use, not a way that I've ever actually used it specifically. So you would do kind of a combination of some acupuncture along with a, another, like an adjustment? Yes. Yeah, so we do, we, we would often do it. And today, again, I still do use it. I just don't call it specifically or bill for a specific acupuncture treatment. But I still stimulate the acupuncture points or apply a laser or other electrical therapies to points to stimulate them without using a needle. So acupuncture is not necessarily the use of needles always. It can be... No, a lot of people think it's just the needles. Acupuncture, at least the way I have always understood it and the way I was taught, is that acupuncture is a stimulation of, of acupuncture points, energy points in the body. And so you stimulate them in multiple ways. As I was taught acupuncture, I was taught that each thing you use to stimulate it, you're kind of going up a ladder. And the needle itself is the highest level of stimulation of a point. Therefore, activating that point with a needle, you're, maybe someone doesn't necessarily need a needle. Uh, there's little BBs that uh, uh, auricular acupuncture uses. There's a type of acupuncture specific to the ears. And I learned that as well. And so there's points on the ears. There's some acupuncturists that do nothing but stimulate the points on the ears and don't touch anywhere else on the body because they can take the ear and they've figured out that certain nerves in the ears go to virtually everywhere in the body. And so by stimulating those points on the ears, they can affect those areas of the body and then affect energy flow as well. But they use little BBs uh, covering that's sticky and so they can put the BBs on the ears. I've used those a lot over the years. You can take those same BBs and attach them to points anywhere on the body. That's another form of stimulation. The little, mm. little BBs, you can stick needles in the ears too, which I've 
you know, done many times. So, yes. Dr. Kel, the 500-hour course that you took, how long did that take? Oh, I probably was done over about a year's time. Oh, okay. And plus I had like, to do several cases. I had to do several casework within my office. I think I had to do, I can't remember, so it was like 100 different patients, you know, actually perform it in my office before I was officially certified to and licensed to perform acupuncture in the state of Colorado. I had to perform those uh, I think it was mm-hmm. like 100, 100 different people, something like that. So, and, and record my results and therapy given, et cetera. Oh, okay. Wow. Awesome. And did they treat you while you were in acupuncture school? Did your fellow students? Did, did we work on each other? We did some. Mm-hmm. We did yeah. some. Not, not as much as we did in chiropractic school because most people taking the program were already doctors of some type and some, you know, we had medical doctors taking the courses. Uh, we had uh, chiropractors. Um, Osteopaths, we had, uh, to, uh, yes. So that's like a prerequisite, having Yes, you had to have it. You couldn't just be someone on the street going and take the program. You had to already be, be a doctor in something. Oh, um, okay. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. yeah interesting stuff. I haven't been treated with acupuncture, but my husband has. He's had a lot of neck injury um, from wrestling in college. Mm-hmm. And so he's had inflammation throughout his neck, and they wanted to do surgery before, and he's always um, not chosen the surgical route so he was doing acupuncture and massage and um he saw a really big improvement when he was doing it so good yes yeah yeah, yeah. there's there are a variety of, of places you can go to seek help chiropractors one uh, naturopaths acupuncturists uh, we're uh, currently doing uh, just this three-part series of uh, chiropractic acupuncture and then we're going to do hypnosis next but in the future, we'll come back and we'll look at uh, in more detail into the other types of natural healing, such as naturopathy, and specifically go into more detail maybe about nutrition, uh, differences between a nutritionist and a dietitian, things like that, and cover some other topics, maybe even get uh, get some interviews done of, of other healthcare, natural healthcare professionals uh, on those topics as well. Yeah, because that's really interesting because you always wonder, like, well, what's the difference between a naturopath versus, you know, a chiropractor versus what else would there be, Dr. Call? Yeah, you can go around the world and find all kinds of people that do all kinds of different things and have all kinds of different names for the kinds of things that, that overlap. I mean, it really comes down to what are we all doing? We're, no matter what our name is, if we're in the natural healthcare field from a holistic healthcare for, provider, which uh, label myself as that on top of or connected with everything else, we're looking at the body holistically, the whole thing. And looking at it, saying the body has the ability to heal itself. We just need to either supply it with the right nutrients or remove the interference that's causing the problem. And usually it's a combination of those things. And different healthcare providers, a naturopath, uh, might prescribe you things that they've created. And a combination of things that someone doing Chinese medicine, Chinese herbs, they're going to maybe do a combination of herbs to give you for a given problem you're dealing with. Uh, So Mm -hmm. the focus is all to enable the body to heal itself. The methodology behind accomplishing that task has overlaps, similarities from profession to profession, but there are differences. So people will often go, okay, I went to one. The difficult thing, too, is you'll find different... Take a hundred chiropractors and you're probably going to walk into each person's office and they might do things a little differently. Take a hundred acupuncturists, the same thing. Take a hundred osteopaths or naturopaths or or medical doctors. You're probably going to get 
some differences each time you go. Unfortunately, in the medical model, you, you might tend to get the same thing or very similar the same thing if you with every general practitioner. You know, the average person who walks into their medical doctor's office, if they're not going in the emergency room, it just, you know, I'm going to go see my medical doctor because I got the sniffles as opposed to going to the emergency room unless I'm really sick. You know, you're going to go to 10 doctors and they might not all prescribe you the same medication, but they're going to give you a prescription for something uh, if you've got a problem. Or they're going to say you're fine, you know, take something over the counter. Other than that, uh, you might go to other healthcare professionals like myself who may be focused on solving the same problem, but we may go at it a little different way than someone else. All right. Well, thank you so much for um, letting us know more about acupuncture today, Dr. Kell. And if anyone has any questions, I was just going to say you can always email healthtalkwithdrkell, that's D-R-K-E-L-L, at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And thank you to our sponsor, oceanbaynaturals.com. They have great deodorants and silver products and more coming. And anything else that you wanted to mention, Dr. Kell? Oh, just that uh, Ocean Bay Naturals, all their products are all natural and organic and focused on providing you with uh, safe products for your health and hygiene. Also, soon to be, because we talk a lot about standard process products and we really love them in our clinic and office because the way we practice uh, and we like to use nothing but whole food supplements and these guys are. We're soon to have a website where the general public can go order on that site. It's called uh, Holistic Health dot standardprocess.com check that out it should be up in a few weeks there you'll be able to order those supplements directly online we always recommend that if you're going to do that that you get an evaluation by a doctor first who uses those kinds of supplements because you'll find the the names of those supplements are different than just vitamin a vitamin b they tend to be a combination of food sources so that you're getting the whole food benefit instead of just a synthesized vitamin so We always recommend that. Or you can call our clinic. You can email us. uh, Seek us out here in Oceanside, California, and uh, we can do phone visits with you on nutrition and discuss your problem, and and then you can get the supplements online from us as well in that way afterwards. uh, And that's what we always recommend, that you get evaluated by a healthcare professional. Don't just start taking supplements because you saw a commercial or uh, someone told you, hey, I took this or that and I feel a little better and I had a headache too. Everybody's different. Everybody's problems are caused from different things. And so you need to be mm-hmm. evaluated before just jumping in and start swallowing a bunch of supplements. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. If you learned something today, please tag a friend or family member. And next week, we're going to be doing what is hypnosis. Right, Dr. Kell? Yes. And last one was What Was Chiropractic in uh, Podcast 38. Yes. Yep. What is Chiropractic was, yep, Podcast 38, Podcast 39 today, What is Acupuncture? And next, Podcast 40, What is Hypnosis? Very good. And until then, everyone, have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.